From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to The Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for the week of May 11th. 2011 from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Warner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Walter Eccles, Kathy Whirling, Scott Smith, Kevin Close, and John Magi. Max the Intern back in the Peanut Gallery. Uh, in this week's show, Scott, Walter, and I will have our review of Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, including a review of the very popular Sunrise Safari. Kathy Whirling has an update for us on construction over at the Magic Kingdom. Kevin Close has his review of the California Grill at Disney's Contemporary Resort. And finally, our Disneyland team released their latest episode of their show this week. All that plus this week's news and roundtable rapid fire on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Well, welcome to the show, everyone. Um, Sorry, it's going up a couple of days late. Uh, We're recording this on Thursday the 12th and um, just had some... Lots of, lots of stuff going on this week. Uh, uh, first, let me just start off by uh, extending our condolences to Kevin and his family. His mom, Anne, passed away uh, Sunday on Mother's Day. And uh, to Corey and his family, his grandfather passed away uh, on, was it Monday? Monday, Monday? Monday, I believe. So uh, Corey and Julie are actually up in, uh, up in Louisiana right now. So uh, wanted to definitely extend those condolences to Kevin and to Corey. Can I just say thank you to everyone who wrote or called or private messaged or sent emails? Amazing text. Yeah, it's it absolutely is amazing, and I can't. I, my gratitude will never be deep enough. It's just I just can't say thank you often enough. And to Melissa from Rhode Island, Melissa, I don't want to give her last name, but she started a first giving account called the Diz Remembers Anne Close, and I can't. I can't thank her enough. It was so cool. It's up to fifteen hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred dollars. My, my mom would be so proud. My mom would be so proud. So I just wanted to say thank you. Uh, my mom is. You know, when you hear people say my mom is in a better place, the last couple of weeks were very rough, and yeah. my mom is in a better place. So thank you to everyone. I also, before we move ahead, I owe someone a, a sincere apology, and I don't know how else to do it. I made plans with a listener last night four last night to meet John and I were going to meet him for, for dinner at 7.15 at Chico and we had some family come into town yesterday and it completely slipped my mind. Oh. I didn't think about it until about 9.45 last night. So Matt from Australia who is going with us on our uh, London Paris trip, I truly apologize from the bottom of my heart. I will make it up to you somehow. Yeah, a lot going on. It, it is. It's just. It's one of those things that it was uh, the best of intentions, and I didn't even think about it. It completely slipped. Did my you get mind. a chance to speak to him? Or I haven't. Um, he. I don't have a way to contact him other than private message. So. Okay. I have sent him a private message. So I'm sorry, Matt. I don't like to do things like that. That's no, very unusual for you. I mean, and then again, like you know, like you said, there's just been a lot. You know, it hasn't exactly been a an easy week. No, it hasn't. Uh, so I'm sure Matt will understand. And uh, as Kevin mentioned, fifteen hundred dollars was raised has been raised so far by Thank you so Dizzers um, as uh, part of our Power of Ten challenge. Uh, we're trying to raise a million dollars for Give Kids the World. 
We are just at about the $18,000 mark at this point. We've got a long way to go, but uh, it's, uh, it's starting. Uh, people are starting to come up with some really great ideas, which is what I've wanted with this, was to kind of let the community take it and run with it. Uh, Dave Parfit had come up with a wonderful idea to do a breakfast before uh, uh, during Star Wars weekends on May 22nd, Sunday, May 22nd, from 6.30 to 9.30 a.m., uh, this will be a breakfast buffet inside Disney's Hollywood Studios at the Backlot Express, which is adjacent to the Star Tours attraction. We currently have more than 100 people signed up for this, uh, all raising money for Give Kids the World. Uh, and uh, there is the possibility of some special guests. The price is $50 per person for this, uh, with all proceeds going to Give Kids the World. Um, and uh, so if you're interested, uh, there'll be a link. For this on the show notes page, podcast.wdwinfo.com. A great idea uh, from Dave Parfit. Uh, the, the entire team is going to be there, as well as several members of the Disney fan community that have signed up. Uh, Len Testa and some of his uh, folks from uh, WDW Today podcast. Uh, uh, Lou Mangello from WW Radio is going to be there as well. And uh, you see a list of everybody who's showing up. Uh, there, we really appreciate that uh, so many people from the fan community are coming out to support this. There will be a silent auction also. And there will also be a silent auction, absolutely. Another great idea that one of our listeners came up with uh, that I'm really excited about uh, will be a special meet to watch Cars 2. Uh, uh, July 2nd at 10 a.m. at Cinema World in Fitchburg, Massachusetts. Doors will open at 915 movie will start at 10 and she is uh tara who's setting this up is still trying to work out getting a 3d showing um fitchburg is located about an hour west of boston an hour north of providence rhode island and an hour south of manchester new hampshire in other words in the middle of nowhere no it's just outside of boston it's not that bad i used to go to fitchburg to go shopping um we we have over 100 people signed up for this one uh, at this point, and uh, the theater holds up to 215 people. It's $10 a person, all the proceeds going uh, to Give Kids the World. Dreams Unlimited Travel is matching whatever is raised uh, in this. So the more people we can get, the better. And uh, we are, uh, I know Tara's working on doing a little something afterwards. Walter and I are definitely going to be there. We're going to be flying up for that. Um, it's uh, John and Kevin have said they may, they may no, join us. No, it's in Fitchburg. <laughs> I'm not going to Fitchburg. Uh huh. Now you're going. <laughs> Where am I? Yeah. They were trying to do something in Lemonster too. That's a cool. Lemonster. Mm-hmm. What the heck is Lemonster? That's the next town over. Lemonster's the sister city to Fitchburg. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> it's adjacent to the geographic center of nowhere. Okay. We may not go. Mm. We're still it talking requ- about it. It requires leaving the house. It's true. Hmm. You should go and support this. I should. Katie and I are trying to do that, too. July 2nd. Walter and I are going to be there. So if you want to meet Walter and I. Can I meet Walter? No. No, Walter won't talk to you. <laughs> um, I'll just lead you astray. Uh, that's, going to be, that's going to be a lot of fun. And this is exactly you know, the sort of thing I was hoping would happen. Uh, people would you know, just kind of come up with these creative ideas. Uh, we'll do whatever we can to support you. We'll certainly announce it on the show. and. Uh, if you have ideas to do something in your local neighborhood uh, to raise money for the power of 10 for Give Kids the World, 
Uh, you can learn more about the Power of Ten and what we're doing with that at Power of Ten. That's Power of One Zero dot US is the uh, is the URL. And again, links to that on the show notes page. Podcast dot info dot com. Uh, love to see as many of you at these events as possible. So if you're going to be around for Star Wars weekends, Sunday, May twenty second, um, or in uh, if you can make it to Fitchburg, Massachusetts, July second at nine fifteen a.m. We would love to get the chance to see you and meet with you. Before we move on, can we just say that our thoughts are and prayers are with the folks along the Mississippi? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I was going to get our to that. Our listeners who are um, in harm's way. Yep. It's a um, lot, of, lot of crazy stuff going on. A lot of crazy stuff. More flooding. Um, and, uh, of course, all the weathermen are out there and there. Jim Cantore, Yellow Rain Slickers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Waiting for the wind. <laughs> so, um, anything else for housekeeping? Anything going once, going twice? Johnny with the news. Our first news story. Disney profit down 1% in second quarter. The Walt Disney Company reported second quarter profit dropped 1% from a year ago to $942 million. Poor babies. <laughs> the theme park giant had setbacks in its movies, theme parks, and interactive media divisions. Yeah, that Mars Needs Moms movie. I was just getting to that. <clears throat> At Walt Disney Studios, operating income dropped 65% to $77 million because of the flop Mars Needs Moms. Because that was a flop and a half. Flop. It cost $200 million to make and market, but only took in $36.7 million. Oh, wow. Even that seems like a lot. <laughs> That's that's rough, the, the man. The previews for it and the name of it—it it was just. Well, it's that it's that uh, motion capture animation that Robert, Robert Zemeckis is famous for. It's that, that creepy polar it's expression. It's really thing. creepy looking. Dead eyes. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it just it doesn't have the audience. And again, it's also storytelling. If it's not a good story, yep. No one wants to see it. In the year in the year ago quarter, Disney recorded strong DVD sales of Pixar films like Up, Toy Story, and Toy Story Two. The quarter that just ended had no Pixar DVD releases. Um, operating income at the company's theme parks, closely watched as a barometer of the consumer confidence of consumer confidence, decreased three percent to one hundred and forty-five million. Which Disney said was due to a lower royalties payment from its Tokyo Disney Resort that closed for more than a month after the March 11th earthquake. The park's performance for the period was also hurt by a calendar quirk that moved Easter out of the quarter and higher costs for fuel and other items at Disney Cruise Line. Easter was late this year. Yeah, it was. Income for the for the bleh. income for Disney's television operation rose 17 percent. To 1.5 billion, offset by increased rights costs at ESPN. Disney's consumer products division was another bright spot in the quarter. Its operating income increased 7 percent to 142 million. Uh, at Walt and Walt Disney Studios has several movies on deck that are expected to be blockbusters, including Pirates of the Caribbean, On Stranger Tides, and Cars 2, which will have strong. Retail merchandise. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Affiliates too. I think it's funny that Johnny Depp has come out and said this one's going to make sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Well, he said that you know part of agreeing to do it was that he wanted more control over the script because he was not happy with two and three at all. Because they made no sense. They were yeah they were bad they were bad movies. There was an Entertainment Weekly article that interviewed him and he said he never saw two and three. <laughs> but 
doesn't he normally not watch his own movies? He saw one, and he saw four with an Oprah audience. So yeah. it goes to show that he had no confidence in those two movies. That he was picking food out of Oprah's hair? <laughs> Why would it be in her hair? <laughs> Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> Strange comment. <laughs> I'm going to miss Oprah. No, she's going to be on the other network. It's I mean, not the same. Yeah. I never watched her anyway. I mean, she's fine at all. I've got nothing against her. I just, I never watched her. So. And our second news story. I was just <laughs> going to say, come on, this is dying. <laughs> okay, this is a long one, and I'm going to try to cut it up, and I realize it's a bit weird. But it has some interesting information I think people will enjoy. So bear with me on this one, because I know I'm going to get the eye rolling and teeth sucking. That's exactly what we're going to get. Disney's Reedy Creek government has rare board vacancy. About two weeks from now, Disney will formally nominate a new candidate for a seat on the board of the Reedy Creek Improvement District, the government that oversees the resort's 25,000 acres in Central Florida. The assignment comes with what may be very well the greatest perk of an elected office in the state, a piece of the Magic Kingdom itself. Because board members must also be landowners in Reedy Creek, Disney awards them five acres of its property. Wow. Are you kidding? Albeit inaccessible, undeveloped tracts of land. Oh, okay. Oh. I got some swamp land in Florida. <laughs> exactly. That's what they give them. <laughs> uh, they've already settled on a chosen candidate, and it's someone the company knows very well, Thomas M. Moses was Reedy Creek's second chief executive. He led the Jews out of Egypt, didn't he? No, that was his brother. And spent three decades as the district administrator. Since Reedy Creek is technically a democracy, an election must yeah. be... <laughs> a benevolent one of that. That's funny. Since Reedy Creek is technically a democracy, an election must be conducted later this month. The results will hardly be a surprise since Reedy Creek board elect. Board elections are decided Mickey by... Mickey Mouse is holding a gun to the rest of their heads. ...are decided by district landowners who get one vote for each acre they own. And Disney owns two-thirds of the district's property. The district's next largest private owner is the Four Seasons Hotel and Resorts of Toronto. Really? Yep. Disney owns 17,000 acres. They own 300 acres. If you were them, would you even bother to vote? I think it probably behooves them to vote so that yeah but they get that little sticker that says i voted do that <laughs> it's got mickey mouse on it and a gun <laughs> the reedy creek improvement district as it exists today was established in 1967 by the florida legislature at the request of walt disney himself who said he needed a specialized personalized government to help him convert convert 40 square miles of central florida swamp into an east coast disneyland if you're fascinated by the creation of this there's a book out there called project future it details this in great detail. So if you can't sleep at night, by all means, pick it up. Reedy Creek was granted most of the powers. No, there are a lot of people who are interested in yeah. stuff like this. I mean, this you know, you get those. I, think this, I, I, think, I just plugged the book. I think this whole voting thing is fascinating, don't you? But they get five I'm not acres. sure you're okay, using fascinating the right Fascinating is overselling it. They get five <laughs> acres and a mule, and they have to vote the way Disney tells them to vote. We're, we're happy that no one died. Reedy Creek was granted most of the powers typically held by cities and counties in Florida, including the ability to write building codes, sell tax-free bonds, produce electricity, condemn property. Wasn't that the Emancipation emancipation Proclamation? Let's move on. (laughs) This just 
killing pig over here. It is. <laughs> Five acres and a mule. <laughs> Today, the district. Here's your swampland. Today, the district, which straddles the Orange Osceola County line, collects more than $70 million a year in property taxes. Nine out of every $10 is paid by Disney. This is how I read Project Future. <laughs> Disney, sensitive to criticism that their processes are not above board, notes that board members are subject to the same rules as local, gover- local elected officials. They must meet in public, file financial disclosure forms, and cannot accept gifts more- worth more than $100. So that swamp land's not worth anything? Well, I guess that uh, it probably has no... Well, the other thing, too, is... I can't find it in here, but there's a sentence that says, when they leave office, they have to give that five acres back. Oh, no. Yeah. So it's not something they get forever. I think you should run for Reedy Creek. Yes, that's what I should do. You should. Yeah. Do you think Disney will allow it? No. Does Meg Crufton get to vote? No. She's not on the board. Then you stand a chance. (laughs) All right. Well, I thought that was fascinating. Again, fascinating. Probably. I think it's fascinating what you find fascinating. <laughs> All right. And our final news story. AMC Dine-In Theater opens in downtown Disney May 6th. This is directly from their press release, so bear with me if it sounds... Press releasey. Yes, exactly. I thought it was the 16th. As I said, May 16th. Oh, I heard 6th. Maybe Sorry. my hearing aid's not working. May 16th. AMC Theaters, a leading theatrical exhibition and entertainment company, announced that guests will be able to watch the latest movies while enjoying their favorite food and beverages at AMC Downtown Disney 24, located in Downtown Disney at the Walt Disney World Resort. AMC Dine-In Theaters, the only theater of its kind in Orlando. Not true. Right. I was waiting for that. (laughs) Debuts at this location May 16th and combines restaurant cuisine and cocktails with AMC's noted immersive movie theater experience. Um, okay, how's this going to work? They're like setting tables and chairs mm-hmm. up in the theater? Is the Enzian still open? Yes, yes. it's still open. We, went and saw, we actually went and saw Brokeback Mountain at a dine-in theater. And they come around beforehand and they take your order. And as the movie's starting, your food is delivered. And then they slink around in their little black costumes and ask you if you want more and stuff like that. And... It's just it's However, you're trying to watch a movie and everyone is going there's this and there's order taking and there's paper shuffling and you think, Okay, this is not it, it's you have to be um able to block out any other distractions. How the AMC Dine In Theater experience will work. Um you will select your experience in showtime. Your choices are cinema suites with premium dining or the fork and screen with casual dining. You select your reserved seating preference. You visit McGruffin's bar before or after the show. You press the call button at your seat, and a server will arrive to take your order. Appetizers, entrees, desserts, beer, wine, and cocktails will be served at your seat. Uh, Sounds kind of cool. I'd like to try it at least once. I've never done anything like it before. Of the theaters that are currently there, six will be put aside for this. Um, the dining theaters will have casual in-theater dining, upgraded comfortable reserved seating, tabletop dining, seat-side service and personal call button, an extensive menu including a wide range of entrees, including quesadillas, burgers, flatbread, pizzas, grilled sandwiches, house specialties, 
A wide variety of alcoholic and non-alcoholic specialty drinks will be available. And you must be 18 years or older or accompanied by a parent or guardian for the service. Uh, pricing will be tickets will range from $6 to $13 depending on day of week and show time for the dining experience menu items start at $6.59 to $8.99 for appetizers and adult entrees range from $8.59 to $11.99 there will be special pricing for seniors uh, and students and you can check that out on AMC's website the theater will also offer 18 traditional auditoriums well, I don't know. What do you guys think? I think it's a fun addition. I do. I don't know if it's something that, I mean, we'll definitely go and review it and mm-hmm. see what's going on. I think it's a fun addition to go and have a meal and watch a movie. I'm a little worried about the call buttons. I don't, until, I mean, people are just going to abuse that, just I if think. Just them. Yeah. Especially if you have kids sitting there just pushing the call button. I don't know. Again, it's a completely different experience if you've ever done it. It's not the same sit in a dark theater face forward if you are a movie aficionado who sees um the joy in going into a dark quiet theater and enjoying a movie this is probably not for you right this is a much more social thing you know there are people eating and talking during the movie and because people are drinking there's a lot more chatter and right but it, it 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 wasn't bad when we did it it just yeah, I saw Blair Witch of the Inzion. That was, it's nice to do every once in a while, yeah. So I know we'll check it out. Did you eat while you watched Blair Witch? Yeah. That could make you nauseous. <laughs> yeah, really. Just that shaky <laughs> handheld camera. Well, John was the cameraman on that film. <laughs> Just saying so you know. You've seen our Italy vi- video? <laughs> they stole my camera style. <laughs> um, just something else to throw in here. Um Next week, the 19th, uh, Universal is making an announcement. We don't know what it's going to be other than that they're announcing a brand new attraction based on a wildly popular blockbuster film by the same people who did Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Let's start taking bets now. 20 bucks, it's Twilight. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. I would think that. The Twilight ride. Uh, 20 bucks, it's Twilight. What about Avatar? Could be Avatar. Avatar is, I think, a good running one. I think Avatar would probably be a better match now that I think Wait, about now it. Wait, is it, now is it the people who are going to build the ride or the same people who built Wizarding World of Harry Potter, or is it the movie from the same people who gave us the Harry Potter franchise? No, the uh, be brought to life by the same team that created the Wizarding oh. World of Harry Potter. So it could be anything. I think it's the Eat, Pray, Love ride. <laughs> Follow Julia Roberts around while she bores people to death. The ride is three hours long, and after when you're done, you wonder where that three hours went. Exactly. They say they're also going to be announcing some major high tech enhancements to one of their most popular attractions, which promises to elevate the guest experience to a whole new level. Who bigger fans of Twister? <laughs> is anybody getting tired of the? It seems the new trend seems to be put it up on Facebook and let everybody guess yeah. what they're doing, and they yeah. put. When out are they going to learn that that just doesn't? Because right. yeah. no matter what it is, you're going to disappoint. It's going to be a disappointment right. because it's human nature to want it to be something right. that's just for you, and you can't please everybody. Well, plus they they drag it out. Like when Run Disney did that. Ugh. Everybody was all excited in the beginning, and then it was like there was no like schedule for when they released it. And by the end, everybody was just sort of very well, upset. Disney, when they make huge announcements, 
Disney oversells the huge announcement. Most definitely. You know, we're changing the popcorn containers in the Magic Kingdom. And you think, <gasps> that was it? Yeah. And so. Universal had a thing, or they still do, maybe it ended yesterday, that you had to look for this certain little, I forget what the reader is, I have the app on my phone, but you had to go through all their pages to try to find it so that you could be one of the people in on the webcast for this. And it's like, I'm sorry, I don't have all day to oh, look One of those little website. digitized things. Yeah. 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 Entertainment Weekly does that a lot. And if you hold your iPhone up to it, it'll... Mm-hmm. Orlando Sentinel does that, too. I think to myself, if it's that important, just tell me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to play games to read the rest of it. <laughs> well, I'm interested to see what it's going to be. I think, Walter, you may be right. I think it might be Avatar, I'm now that I think that. about it. I, I don't know what the Twilight ride could possibly be. Ride a wolf, I guess? I don't. Three and a half hours of watching Robert Pattinson brood. Exactly. Or Kristen Stewart bite her lip. <laughs> oh, the Twilight fans are going to come after you. Come on, I actually, I'm ready. I, I, I actually like the movies. I've watched all three. I really like them. I do. I watched about 15 minutes of one. No, I like he it. He ran I, up I, a hill really fast. I, oh, and then I, he climbed the tree like a spider monkey. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Liza Minnelli at a cocktail party. <laughs> Hmm. Blame them. I like Twilight people. So. You know, people are going to email me and ask they me are. what that means. If you're Twihards, you know, blame you know, blame Kevin. Bring and, it on. So it's just one ride. It's not like apparently okay. a whole new theme park. Well, I was wondering if maybe they were going to get rid of Marvel. Well, they're thinking about now. Marvel will stay. They're, they're thinking about getting rid of Lost Continent. That would make a lot. Which they should have done they're the first expand, They're going to expand Harry Potter into that, though. Yeah, I would think. Yeah. I just well, what's really left at Lost Continent? Not much. That, that Mythos, silly stunt show. Mythos, supposedly the best in theme park restaurant in the world. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, the other one, uh, uh, well, you get the Voyage of Sinbad, uh, which is the Poseidon. worst, the absolute worst theme park show ever. It really it is. Is bad. Yeah, well, there was that it, one at SeaWorld that was trying to pretend it was Cirque du Soleil for a while. No, that was far no, better, this is much than better than anything. Better. No, believe me. And then there's the Poseidon, um, Poseidon's Fury, or whatever it is. Which they change. They just can't figure out what they want that to be. It has no story. Is that that thing you walk through? Yeah. And mm-hmm. the big thing is the oh, vortex God. of water. I heard they got rid of that. They don't even have the water on anymore. So you just walk past the jets? Yeah. <laughs> Sticking out of the water. Like the bottom of the, the fountain at the Bellagio. <laughs> just sticking out. So, All right, that'll do it for the news. All right, thank you very much, John. Let's move on to Rapid Fire. Who would like to go first? I will. My Rapid Fire has been said before, but we have a couple of seats left for our London-Paris trip. And as it gets closer and closer, the excitement is... Mounting. Yeah, people are whole, starting to make plans and things like that. A whole group of us going through Buckingham Palace on the 2nd. Oh, doing the fun. tour of Buckingham Palace. Are you going to see the Queen? There's a joke here somewhere. Honey, I am the queen. Uh, there you go. <laughs> They'll be traveling with the queen. They meant to see him. So yeah, it's um, it's an expensive trip, but at this point, it's it's really the trip of a lifetime. Really is going to be awesome. And, and I can I say, because Kevin reminded me of this, when Kevin talked about this before about the friends you're going to make on the ABD trip, I thought he was crazy. I'm like, okay, I'm going to hang out with these people and I'm going to go my merry little way. It's amazing how I bonded with everybody. Yeah, and you, you share friends. experiences. You um, you travel together. You eat together. It's a 
it you come away with a whole new group of friends and you a sure bunch do. of the people have traveled with us before we've got some people who have never traveled with us before so it's going to be it's a really good group to join in so if you're interested in seeing london and paris and disneyland paris with a group of like-minded people this is the time to jump on board okay Thank you, Kevin. John. Oh, wait. If you want in- more information, I apologize. I didn't do the call to action. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> on, this, on this or any other ABD trip you may be interested in taking, uh, Kevin at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. I like the way you did jazz hands, though. You got all excited <laughs> with jazz hands. All right. Mine is Universal Studios Florida has unveiled a new exclusive lounge. For guests who purchase an annual pass or multi-park ticket with an with an American Express card. Oh come on! The Are you kidding? I swear to God, <laughs> you this, had is me the, up to this is the gold circle seats, isn't it? Mm-hmm. The facility is designed to provide a relaxing space with complimentary beverages and light refreshments, and will be staffed with a concierge offering a range of services. Um, they also have charging stations for phones, cameras, and other devices. Um, Universal Center President Bill Davis said, it's the perfect complement to the world-class theme park thrills we offer at Universal Studios. But you have to have an American Express card it's, and buy your ticket with it. It's the perfect complement to their world-class theme park thrill rides. That's okay, it. thank you, John. Where is it? Does it say where it is? doesn't say where it is. Huh. Right. They won't tell you if you don't have an American Express card. <laughs> you have to find it first. Really, you have to be in the inner circle. It's the lost lounge. <laughs> Walter, what do you have? <clears throat> Another Universal one. Universal Orlando Resorts announced plans to premiere an all-new 36-hole miniature golf experience to bring it alive in an entirely new way. The two state-of-the-art 18-hole courses will be like any other in the miniature golf experience. Uh, experience the classic drive-in movie era guests will be whisked into an elaborately themed environment based on vintage horror flicks and little green men science fiction films of the 1950s as they experience two family-friendly courses the haunting of ghostly greens and invaders from the planet putt guests will putt their way through the planet putts (laughs) (laughs) they will putt their way through elaborate Movie-style scenes passing through a cemetery under a giant spider, through a flying saucer, and in the basement lab of a haunted house. If it's done well, it could be really cool. It sounds like it will be. And they're supposed to use a bunch of LED lights. Well, it's universal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... Yeah, and a lot of LED lights so you can do it at night, too. So so. where is it going to be located? They're not telling you. I thought it was... In the the American Express Lounge. (laughs) It didn't say where it's going to be. I thought it was going to be... They said something about... um, off of City Walk somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're supposed to be able to see it. Oh, what is that? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's under the heading City Walk, so yeah, it should be somewhere near City Walk, although it doesn't. Somewhere in there. It said downstairs adjacent to the theater. It said on the first level adjacent to the theater. Oh, which... There's a tiny patch of grass. Yeah. By, yeah. The, by the. Um, That's the only place I could place. think of. I can't think of where else to get Actually, I think there's something where. Remember where the old Hard Rock used to be? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, area yeah. was open. Yeah, but that's where the Hard Rock Hotel is now. No, the no, Hard, the hard Rock o- Cafe is still there, and it's not occupied. It was shaped like a guitar. That's where yeah. valet parking used to be. Right, and that's where the Hard Rock Hotel is now. Because it, th- was, it was on that side of the park. Yeah, it's I on, thought the building was, the, the building was the still there. The building. I thought the building the was still there. It, the building might be, but it's not, it's not at City Walk. It's at... Um, that used to be 
uh, yeah, I mean, it's over. I think what we're saying is the building that used to house that is that Yeah, but I'm, saying, I'm just saying that's not near CityWalk. It's oh, okay. over by Hard Rock. We'll have to go and check it out and see what's going on. It just seems like it's a weird thing for CityWalk. You don't and volunteer us for this. You know, you hate miniature golf. I do. Really? Even really well-themed miniature golf. I don't think there's a lot of that many uh, family-themed Well, I mean, Disney there, has, so I think Disney has a couple. No, no, I'm talking about City Walk. It's more of an adult thing, so yeah. I think maybe they're after more families with the miniature golf. It'd have to be, yeah. No, we'll see. And did they say when they're expecting it to open? Uh, to, sometime to 2012. Okay. Cool. Thank you, Walter. Okay. Kathy? Um, let's see. When Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides debuts, they're going to add Blackbeard as the ghostly um, figure on the waterfall when you go through the ride. And Blackbeard, as portrayed in the film by actor Ian McShane, is planned to remain in place exclusively while the movie is out in release. And then later this year, they're going to bring Davy Jones back. So hmm. there's something a little bit different in Pirates of the Caribbean. Cool. Thank you, Kathy. That's a nice tie-in. I'm okay with yeah. them making that kind of change. Have you, seen the, have you seen the interactive queue at Haunted Mansion yet? Mm-hmm. Is it cool? Yes, it is. I saw the video of it. It looked awesome. Yeah. Whoever thought of that was brilliant. There's a piano that has you the touch keys, it, you and you can you could play on it if you wanted to. And all the different musical. And, I've only seen the video. And the like the wall that it it just looks like, you know, an engraved piece of whatever, and you touch it and it plays the different sounds. It's really, really quite clever what they did. Cool. We haven't had a lot of chances to get out in the recent past. We're going to have to go see it. All right. Mm-hmm. Scott, what do you have? Disney World pass holders invited to summer sale. Clearance sale, I'm sure. Mark your calendars, Disney World pass holders. You are invited to a sizzling summer sale at the World of Disney store. From 6.30 to 9 a.m. July 23rd, pass holders can save up to 75% on select merchandise at the downtown Disney Marketplace location. In addition, there will be special doorbusters and surprise markdowns. No sign-up is necessary, though I'm told folks line up for these sales, so get there early if you're interested. Line up, like, at 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, my. Yeah, guests Huge. must show valid pass holder IDs and government-issued photo IDs to enter the store and at the time of purchase. So, yeah, July 23rd. They've had these before, and... Um, A lot well, of times I, they offer exclusive, like last time it was those Vinylmations... Right, there was a special release and stuff like that. But a lot of times it'll be like 2010 merchandise that's marked down. So, But people line up, and the line uh, goes for miles and miles, mm-hmm. it seems, sometimes. I think one time they did it, and they had a special Dooney and Burke release that <coughs> coincided with that. You got a special thing, that a little bag that if you bought a bag, you got a little... Makeup kit or something like that. I don't remember what the details were, but it'll be a big deal. All right. Well, thank you for that, Scott. That will do it for Rapid Fire. That will also do it for this segment. Uh, Remember, we have uh, our review of Animal Kingdom Lodge this week, as well as our discussion of the Sunrise Safari. Kathy Whirling has her update on construction at the magic kingdom kevin close has his review of Dis- of the california grill at disney's contemporary or disneyland team's uh, most recent show so plenty for you 
to listen to this week, and uh, we hope you all enjoy it. So that'll that'll do it for this segment. We'll be back with you again next time with the next episode of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for listening, and remember, stay out of the damn lakes.